You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Very merry draft miss to you. Thank you guys all for joining us on another special edition of the AP Draft Show. A little bye week action going here for your Kansas City Chiefs. Decided to do a little draft talk. And what we're going to do is we're going to do a full round one mock. I put a poll out on Twitter. You guys voted for a full round one mock. So we're going to do that. And here to help me are my dear pals. First, find him on Twitter. At Jacob Morley, uh, fan of the soon-to-be runners-up in the Super Bowl, the Green Bay Packers. Jake Stack, what's good, my friend? Uh, the Packers are good. <laughs> That's what's good. Tell you what. I, I do have to say, uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about this season. I would love to see a Packers-Chiefs Super Bowl, as I believe the rest of the world would as well. And that's fun because I don't. I know last off season, I said to you guys, you know, I think Aaron Rodgers is still a good quarterback, but I don't think he's the same guy that he was. And that's cool that I was wrong. And it's cool that we can sit here and talk about having the two best quarterbacks on the planet playing playing for our football teams and potentially uh, meeting each other in the Super Bowl. So I'm good, man. I'm real good. Yeah, it does not suck. Also here, find him on Twitter at Chief in Carolina, Maddie Lane. What's up? Hey, I'm just excited to one be have our most handsome member of the Arrowhead Pride draft crew here with us, and two to start talking about the draft officially. So, like this, this is a great, great evening for me as I sit here and stare at this uh, Zoom call. So, I'm gonna let Craig, the Renaissance man, take it away from here and just lead us the rest of the way home. Matt acts like this is the first time that we've talked about the draft when we've literally <laughs> been talking about the draft for. 12 months now just solid we never stopped it, it's just been this way all along but the calendar has turned it is 2021 a lot of team seasons are over not ours mind you but a lot of people are looking forward to the draft right now so we're jumping in on that on this bye week oh yeah we uh we're gonna do something here i think will be kind of fun it's gonna be a little bit less formal than you might hear from us typically we're gonna we're going to do a mock draft, but we're going to do it together. So we're going to maybe have a little back and forth here about some of these picks. Some of them I think are going to be easy. It's, you know, we're not going to spend three or four minutes on every single pick. We're going to just try to have some, you know, some conversations and come to a consensus on this mock draft together. Uh, hopefully it's not a dumpster fire, but uh, we're going to start with the first pick in the draft. The Jacksonville Jaguars are taking Trevor Lawrence. Maddie, don't get your joke in. We're just going to move on because there's other picks we need to talk about. Number two to the New York Jets, though, is very interesting. There's a lot of scenarios that you can play here. Maddie, I think the I mean, I think the draft starts at two right now. 
Yeah, clearly. And there's what three different ways you're looking at with the Jets here is they can take one of the, you know, Justin Fields. They could take Zach Wilson. Those are the two quarterbacks that I think most people would expect to see here. And the other option is simply trading down and trying to run it with Sam Darnold again if you still feel like he's the guy. I think it really depends on what coach they're bringing in. Right now, I just don't know if Sam Darnold's shown you enough when you're picking it to to pass on one of those guys. I'm leaning towards Zach Wilson as my quarterback too right now, so he would be my vote. I just think that he's going to provide you just a little bit more excitement right now, and I think that's the direction the NFL's going. But I mean, Justin Fields would be a great pick too. I let you guys duke that one out, but I think they should go quarterback. All right, we got to vote for Zach Wilson. I'm going to vote Justin Fields, who's my QB too. I've been going back and forth as well. Craig Fields or Wilson? I'm going to predict a closer game in the Natty. So I think Fields is actually going to have a good game. We saw him put it on against Clemson. So I'm predicting that he's going to have a good game. And I think I think people are going to just look at these last two weeks and say, ah, th- this kid can ball still. So I, I'm going to go with Fields. Jake, I'm making your pick worth 1.1 points. Well, I think Matt hit the nail on the head too. Like I think without a coaching staff – you just have to assume they're going to go quarterback, and I, I would go Fields. All right. We are going Fields with the second pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. The New York Jets select quarterback Justin Fields out of Ohio State. Pick number three. This is where Deshaun Watson should be getting some help. Yeah. But my man isn't getting any help these days from anyone. This uh, this is the, the Miami Dolphins uh, as a result of the trade. Uh uh, for Laramie Tunsil, the the Miami Dolphins are picking third. And Jake, I think you could see a wide receiver here potentially. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the Penny Sewell out of Oregon would be probably the consensus top guy on the board. But Miami is surprisingly pretty decent at offensive tackle right now. And I think for Tua to have any type of success, you got to go receiver. Um, I saw Devonta Smith go three in an unnamed person from a major network's mock draft. And I love Devonta Smith. Don't get me wrong, but did Jamar Chase die? (laughs) I think that's recency bias because Jamar Chase, you know, Devonta won a Heisman this year and good for him. He's awesome in the SEC, but Jamar Chase broke records in the SEC last year, and he is everything you want in a wide receiver one. Size, speed, physicality, hands, route running ability. I think he can come in from day one and be Tua's best friend in that offense and really help that offense go to the next level. So I would go with Jamar Jamar Chase, and I definitely would go – well, not definitely, but if if I'm going wide receiver and I think they do, I think that's that's the pick is Chase. Do we have any objections in the room? Nah. I'm not nah. going to argue Go ahead, too then. hard. I will say this. This is my only thing, though. If I were the Miami Dolphins, I would take a quarterback because I don't think two is it. I think you've heard rumors come out of Miami that it was the upper management that kind of worked Tua into the starting lineup. That was not a head coaching decision. That's why you saw so much back and forth. I don't know if you're grading what Tua did. Now, he's a rookie coming off of an injury, put in some big spots, but... I don't know if I saw enough that I would be willing to pass on Zach Wilson at this point in time, who I think is a better prospect than Tua was last year. But they have a quarterback. It's the same coaching staff. They believed in him last year. Like, I understand why we don't need to pick him. And Jamar Chase over Sewell's completely fine with me. 
I just think you have to be willing to consider that based on the fact that Tua was pulled in every close game so that somebody else could go win it for him. Well, Maddie, good objection, but with the third pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Miami Dolphins select Jamar Chase, wide receiver out of LSU, sat out this year, sat on his sophomore year, and in this scenario still goes in the top three and is the first non-quarterback selected. Number four, Eric Bieniemy's Atlanta Falcons, perhaps, uh, are on the board. There is still some quarterbacks available. Craig, I think I kind of want to go quarterback here. Yeah, I'm definitely going quarterback here. Matt Ryan is not getting any younger. He, he still looks good, don't get me wrong, but he is probably a great one-year bridge going forward. If you can find a team to trade for him, by all means, do that, but that contract is huge. The, the Falcons also need a lot of defensive help, but frankly... They're probably not going to be picking this high again. Like they're they're too competent on offense to be picking this high again. So I'm taking Zach Wilson out of BYU here. That is the pick with the fourth pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. The Atlanta Falcons select Zach Wilson, the quarterback out of BYU. Very creative player. Um, if there, uh, there, I'm not. I'm going to say this, and please understand, I'm not comparing him to Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> But there is some creativity. There's some willingness to challenge in areas that other people don't. There's a variety of arm angles. There's throwing back into the middle of the field. There are some traits that you see from Mahomes. He cannot do it to near the same level as Mahomes. But there are some things about his game that kind of remind you of him in some different ways. Fourth pick is Zach Wilson from Eric BYU. Eric enemy knows how to use a Mahomes. That's true. Arthur Blank, you listening? Arthur Blank's listening, the owner of the Falcons, very obviously. Pick number five, the Cincinnati Bengals on the board. And I'm telling you right now, boys, if Penny Sewell's on the board for the Bengals at five, they are doing backflips. Lock it in. Lock yeah. it in. Move on. That's the pick. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Dunk. No arguments here. I, we can let Maddie talk real quick about Penny Sewell. I mean, yeah, if you're the Bengals, draft the best athlete at offensive tackle in recent years, and that includes some freaky athletes from last year. He's not the most technically sound guy, but I mean, he was playing at 19 years old in college, playing incredibly well. Put him in the NFL. You slap him at left tackle. You move Jonah Williams back across the right tackle or inside because he does have shorter arms. I mean, this is one of the easiest picks you're going to get in the draft. You have to save Joe Burrow from whatever that death trap they call an offensive line. All right. The Philadelphia Eagles are in a dumpster fire situation right now at quarterback. They sit there. They're picking sixth. The only quarterback left is a former North Dakota State quarterback. I don't think you can go quarterback this early for this team, Craig, or Jake. Let's go with Jake because you, you do have some buys and ties. Are you are you going are you going Trey Lance here or are you going somewhere else? No, I would I'm not I wouldn't go Trey Lance here because I think they like Hurts. I think that's what you're gonna go with. I think you know, Wentz, we could talk for an hour about what's going to happen with him, but I doubt he's back in Philadelphia next year, and I think they just roll with Hurts for a year and, and see what he's got. You spent a, a premium draft pick on him last year, and I thought he showed enough. You know, there were signs of him being at least a competent NFL to high-level starter. So go with him, and I think one of their biggest needs is is linebacker, and sitting at right at the top of the board is Micah Parsons. So um, I, would, I would go that route if I were the Eagles, um, but – they also need just about everything. They also need to get healthy. 
yeah. you know, that's part of it too. So I'm thinking of like the Eagles I'm remembering from 2020 and what they need and what their needs are, which is essentially everything. Um, but remembering Lane Johnson's coming back next year, healthy, uh, remembering they're going to be getting some help on the defensive side of the ball, coming back healthy. Um, so I think, I think I would go with Micah Parsons, but I'm, I'm willing to listen to, uh, to suggestions on this one. Craig, I want you to talk up Micah Parsons before we turn this card in real quick. You have, you know, just give us a quick overview. Oh, we're of turning it in with the year. linebacker, huh? Are we turning it in? We're not going Devonte yeah, here. I, I would be. I would lean towards receiver. I know the Eagles have been looking for a linebacker for a while, but I feel like in Peterson's essentially final chance, rolling with Jalen Hurts, I feel like you have to give him as much help as possible. Like I don't know if drafting Micah Parsons helps the offense, which seemed to be struggle more than the defense did. So I mean, I'm I'm not even stuck on just Devonta. I'm not afraid of Kyle Pitts, who's wide receiver too in this class going here either. I mean, you can give me Pitts or Devonta. I would be Here's fine either. Here's the thing, though. I don't they, hate the Pitts pick. They took Rager last year in the first. Zach, so. Zach Ertz is, I believe, technically under contract next year. Mm-hmm. Dallas Goddard on the roster as well. You want to go. Pitts I understand a, Kyle Pitts is not a tight end traditionally. I understand. Are we sure this team's going pass catcher in the first round when they've spent so many early picks on pass catcher? And are who loaded have, with tight ends. Who do they have at wide receiver? They got Jalen Rager. Period. JJ Arthur Whiteside. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what I'm thinking. I'm giving him Devonta Smith because he's already got familiarity with Hertz. He knows how Hertz wants things. There's there's already chemistry there. All right, fine. You know what? We're gonna do it. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Like, I'm fine with Pitts or Devonta Smith. You're not right. gonna get a talented linebacker like Parsons in the second. You can get an, you can get help at receiver at the top of the second round. This is why the Eagles suck and make terrible (laughs) choices like this. (laughs) Jake's also got a point, but I think we've been, we've been overruled. Fine. With the sixth pick in the 2021 NFL draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select Devonta Smith wide receiver out of Alabama, your Heisman winner, Detroit lions. They need a linebacker. Craig, is this a spot for Micah Parsons? This is your Micah Parsons spot right here and now. Listen, they don't their linebackers are not particularly good. You got Jelani Tavai. You've got it, they just need a serious infusion of speed and talent. Yes, that entire offense is a little bit shaky, especially if they move on from uh Matt Stafford, but Micah Parsons is very, very good. They need somebody to stop somebody on that defense. They just can't hold anything. Jake, I'm gonna what go say the opposite you? of what you just did to me because <laughs> because I think Matt Stafford is the building block there. Kenny Galladay is probably going to leave in free agency, yeah, and he's, he's got nobody. So I would go with Fitz. If Galladay leaves, I I totally agree. If I would go with Pitts because. I would love to see Kyle Pitts and TJ Hawkins season on the same field together. That would be a blast, especially with uh, Stafford distributing the ball. They can score, you know, 50 points a game and still go two and 14. That's probably what will happen. But no, I'm fine. I'm fine with, I'm honestly, I'm fine with Parsons too. Uh, I, I think they the need Lions. athleticism. I would badly. suggest a defensive end because they have no pass rush as their starting pass rushers are Trey flowers, who is coming back next year and nobody. So I think I, 
I'm fine with any of the picks we've said because I think right now we're dealing with such good talent that it doesn't matter who you're going to pick. You, you can't be wrong. I would just say as a new coaching staff coming in, taking a linebacker with your first pick when you have a Jamie Collins, you have multiple other relatively early round picks that the Detroit Lions have brought in and signed who aren't near as good as Parsons. It's just that's a bold first pick in the top 10. That's like drafting a tight end in the top 10 if you're the Detroit Lions. Positional value just doesn't line up. So we're not taking Kyle Pitts in the top 10 either. I told you, I would go defensive end. The pick is in! With the seventh pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Micah Parsons, the linebacker out of Penn State. Pick number eight. I I like this spot for Trey Lance. Here's the thing. Matt Rule, I believe in the trajectory of this organization. I believe the mantra of a Matt Rule is to draft athletes, draft the physical traits, and coach them up. It's his job to coach them up. I believe this is an opportunity for the the, the Panthers to go out to draft a high upside quarterback in Trey Lance, who I'm not even like the biggest fan of, by the way. like My grade on him is not going to be great. But I acknowledge, especially watching a guy like Josh Allen, I acknowledge that the traits are undeniably there. There's a lot about his character people like. I like the idea of getting Trey Lance, a freak athlete, a high upside player into Carolina for the Panthers and giving him a shot. Maddie, I'll let you argue. I I mean, this is a tough one because Trey Lance, I think, is just going to come down to the coaching staff that's getting him. And I couldn't tell you, I don't think Joe Brady is going to be your future quarterback coach or your future offensive coordinator there, if even it's next year. So who is choosing Trey Lance? I think that's the hard part. I don't know if Matt Rule should be the guy choosing the quarterback because I don't know how much say he has there. I think it should be the offensive coordinator that's going to be doing most of that controlling that's why that pick makes it hard to me. From what you just said, coaching up athletes, taking the best athlete on the field, Kyle Pitts, slap him to Carolina. All they have is gadget receivers with speed on the outside. Give them somebody with a little bit of size. Give them a safety blanket for Teddy, who doesn't always like to push the ball down the field. I mean, he makes a lot of sense to me there. I'm not going to argue with you if you want to say they're taking the quarterback. It's just it's hard for me to think that they are going to take a quarterback and then force an offensive coordinator onto that quarterback next year. So do I. Well, and you can, and Trey's not ready to play right now. And Teddy, Teddy can be a great stopgap. I think if they're going to strike for a high upside quarterback, it's now. I right. take him. Okay, I'm gonna, a I was, was going to let Jake be the tiebreaker anyway. With the eighth pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Carolina Panthers select Trey Lance quarterback out of North Dakota State. All right, time for the Broncos. Craig, what you thinking? Man, the Broncos are tough. I think they need uh, offensive line help. I think they need a little bit of defensive help. They've obviously missed out on all the quarterbacks, which if you're a Chiefs fan you're very happy about because I think that that offense is kind of a quarterback away. So I don't think that they're going to draft any weapons. They got good weapons. I think that they've got to take a corner. I'm going to go with the guy that's currently at this point, highest on my board, Patrick Sertan, the second. All right. With the ninth pick in the 2021 NFL draft, the Denver Broncos, Try to get some cornerback help, some secondary help to stop Patrick LeVon Mahomes and take Patrick Sertan, the second, the cornerback out of Alabama. All right, the Dallas Cowboys did not expect to be picking down here. 
but alas, they are. Maddie, what you thinking here at 10 for the Dallas Cowboys? I think they would have really liked to have Patrick Sertan fall to them so they could pair him up with his former teammate. However, I think in this cornerback class, you have two guys with not the same skill set, but they can be utilized in a lot of the same ways. They do share some similar strengths. So, I mean, just putting Caleb Farley onto the Dallas Cowboys instead of Patrick Sertan at corner makes a lot of sense. That defense, I mean, you could pick any defender in this draft and you'd be absolutely fine. So if somebody wants to come in and say that they need Quiddy Pay to help rush the passer, who's my top edge guy right now, I'm fine with that. I don't think there's a linebacker worth taking this early. So it's between Fairley and Pay to me. I think they had a little bit of luck with some uh, using some older pass rushers coming back into the NFL for the first time with some relaxed drug rules <laughs> that uh, worked out for them to pair with Demarcus Lawrence. So I'd go corner first, but it, I mean, I'm up to you guys here. I think we're going to go corner here. Ooh, I have hard disagree on that because the thing with McCarthy and what he's going to want to do with that offense is he needs tackles that can play on an island, and he doesn't have that right now. And he's not going to be able to do what he wants to do without that. And I would take uh, I would take Slater out of Northwestern. I think he's ready to go. Um, but that's just my two cents. I could all, they, they, they also have one, a horrific defense. So if they did go corner, I mean – I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised, but just from a positional value standpoint, I think you take one of the top offensive tackles. There's two pretty solid ones left. That's what I would do. Now Lel Collins and uh um left tackle, I'm drawing a blank on uh Tyron Smith. Tyron Smith. They were both hurt, right? They're both still under contract, are are they not? Isn't doesn't Smith have all the back issues? He does. No, I'm okay with a tackle. If one of them was up, I would say definitely I'm fine with tackle. I, I, I'm fine either way. Let's let Craig decide. We'll let Craig be the deciding Which vote position here. are you going to be able to loop back around in the second round and get a quality defender? I can tell you the cornerback group is ridiculously thin. Like it's going to fall off a cliff and the offensive tackle group has a little depth. I, like I would that. vote corner. I think that's good, Craig. I think we'll go corner and we'll turn around and get a, an offensive lineman later because there is great depth in the offensive line. I get it. I get it. With the 10th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Dallas Cowboys select Caleb Farley, the cornerback out of Virginia Tech, skipped this year. Ridiculous athlete, high pro, uh, you know, a high, high athletic profile and fin- fantastic upside. New York Giants on the clock at pick number 11. Jake, what you like here? The New York Giants um, probably need some edge help. Or some defensive help. I'm pretty sure their pass rush was horrendous last year. Um, I like the kid out of Michigan, Quiddy Pay. Yeah, I take him. Maddie, you want to you want to you want to get get some comments in on your boy? I mean, I I absolutely adore the way Quiddy Pay plays football because violent hands, explosive pass rusher. He is a guy that rushes a ton of power, but when you look at his athletic testing, at least what's been reported, it's absolutely bananas. He was the the number one guy on Bruce Feldman's freak list. If he comes anywhere close to the three cone and short shuttle numbers that are reported, he's probably going to go top 10. So I mean, getting him here is a perfect spot to land him. Giants need help in a lot of positions, but definitely pass rush. With the 11th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the New York Giants select Pay, the edge out of Michigan. Number 12, this would be a good spot for uh, Trey Lance as well, the San Francisco 49ers. They miss out on the entire, you know, the real 
the real quarterback class. Let's be honest. Anybody after them isn't any anything special. Uh, Craig, where are you going? Man, this this group needs offensive line. Like desperately needs some offensive line help. Christian Derisaw from Virginia Tech is on the board. Uh, you've also got Rashawn Slater from Northwestern on the board. I think whoever they like the best of those two, you're going to be able to slot in, and you're going to be very, very happy with either one. Let's go Rashawn Slater. I I think that Derisaw is a freak athlete. I think he's going to go high in this draft, but he's got some concerning tape a little bit this year. So let, let's let's ease in with Slater. Yeah, I like that. And he's one of those best five guys. Rashawn Slater, there's some questions about whether or not he's going to stick at tackle. There's some arm length questions. Um, but we watched his game against Chase Young last year, which, uh, you know, Rashawn Slater didn't play this season. So you have to go back to 2019. His game against Chase Young was fantastic. So with the 12th pick in the 2021 NFL draft, the San Francisco 49ers, or should I say 33 years, select Rashawn Slater, the offensive lineman out of Northwestern. The Los Angeles Chargers are on the board. They're picking 13th. I think you got to go offensive tackle here. Uh, and I think we're going to go with the high upside, big swing, uh, and the most ta- most talent left on the board. I'm going to throw out Christian Derisaw as the 13th pick here. Maddie's going to hate it because he's not a huge Christian Derisaw fan. <laughs> I think we need to make the pick. But what I'm going to do, Maddie, is I'm going to let you talk about what you see with Christian Derisaw that you don't like. Yeah, I'm fine with the pick. He would have been my choice for them as well. But I am not as high on Christian Derisaw as some others. I think that he has some bouts with some lazy play. Like I don't, I don't, I wanted to sugarcoat it a little bit, but I can't find the right way to say that he is lazy, not only in his effort level, but some of his technique work. Like his feet just stand still and he just stands there lunging and trying to push guys. You will see him going slower than a jog when getting out in space for some screen plays. Like there is a lot of effort issues with him. And I think there are times where that affects his play. It makes him play stiff. It makes him play slow. But when you get a motivated Christian Derisaw, he throws guys around. He pushes guys out the club with ease. He does have good athleticism giving his range. I still will never be as high on Derisaw as a lot of other people are going to be. But I think a lot of teams in the NFL will fall in love with the size, the power, and the athleticism. So the Chargers getting someone to protect Herbert makes a ton of sense. With the 13th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Los Angeles Chargers select Christian Derisaw, the offensive tackle out of Virginia Tech. The Minnesota Vikings on the board at pick 14. I could see them going trenches, Jake. I could see them going a lot of different places. What are you thinking? Um, I think they, I think they go edge. I think if they, if they retain Zimmer, one thing that's kind of a staple for him is he he wants to have two dudes. Um, and obviously they lost Daniel Hunter this last year. Everson Griffin left and they tried to make a move for Ngakwe didn't work out. So I think they try to, they take a swing here again in the draft and I would give them the Miami edge rusher, uh, Greg Rousseau. How do you say his last Russo. name? Russo. Russo. Yeah. Give him Great. Greg Rousseau. I think that's a good pick with the 14th pick in the 2021 NFL draft. The Minnesota Vikings select Greg Rousseau, the edge out of Miami, a guy who also skipped this year uber productive year last I don't season. want to contend the pick but I want to say he is not the best edge rusher that wore number 15 for Miami in his final year that is eligible for this draft 
Jalen Phillips is the better of the two. I get the NFL will like Rousseau more. I just want to have this on record early. Jalen Phillips is the better of the two. Yeah, no, I do not disagree. I also think at pick 14, the medicals better be pretty clean. And they are not going to be. (laughs) And they are not going to be for Jalen Phillips. Pick 15, and it feels good to see the New England Patriots in the first half of the NFL draft. They're sitting there at 15. All the quarterbacks are gone. I feel so bad for them. I feel so bad for them. Craig, what are we doing with the New England Patriots? I have an idea, but I, I want to hear yours. I am mad that they are ending up with Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I hate you guys for doing this. <laughs> like, I, I really, I despise that they ended up with Kyle Pitts here. But I think that this is a reasonable spot where Pitts could fall based on some of the other things. Again, like we talked about earlier, I could see him getting taken over some of those other wide receivers because he's going to play more like a wide receiver. He solves a lot of problems for the Patriots. I'm mad at this pick, but it has to be Kyle Pitts. The good news is Kyle Pitts doesn't play quarterback, but an outstanding weapon, uh, fantastic season. I think you could treat him like an ex-receiver, and I'd have no problems. If the Chiefs wanted to move up for a guy, Kyle Pitts Pitts would be pretty high on that list. If he started falling into this area, this is an area I, I would not be mad if the Chiefs tried to start moving up. With the 15th pick. From the 2021 NFL Draft, the New England Patriots select tight end Kyle Pitts out of Florida. Really just a fantastic offensive weapon. Pick number 16, the Arizona Cardinals. And I think we've got to have a conversation here. Because they have all kinds of wide receiver depth over there. But Jalen Waddell, the wide receiver out of Alabama, is still on the board. And, and Andy Isabella, their fast, deep threat wide receiver, stinks. They got DeAndre Hopkins. They've got Christian Kirk, who's had a good season. I think this is a I, – I, I'm looking at Jalen Waddell, and someone – here's what I want, Jake. I want you to talk me out of just taking Jalen Waddell, the best player available on the board, the wide receiver out of Alabama, and the best vertical threat in this draft. Well, you say they have all these receivers, but do they? I, I guess mean, with have, Larry Fitzgerald retired, you could. Larry Fitzgerald is yeah. the same age as my grandpa. And Duke <laughs> is – I mean, Duke Hopkins is is, the, is a dude, but they, have, they don't have anyone. Christian Kirk. Like, like, but Christian Kirk is not the reason you don't take Jalen Waddle, you know. Um, and so I just don't think – Kingsbury is going to be able to help himself here with Jalen Waddle sitting on the board with that type of weapon, that type of speed, with the way Kyler Murray throws the deep ball and the way he can help him in the horizontal passing game. I think, yeah, I think that that's I, I have a hard time seeing them passing him up here. I think they would get a little greedy and take him for sure. I don't they know could, what the, what else. What are the other needs for the Cardinals? Yeah, you could see like the defensive side of the ball, basically anything, especially okay. linebacker because they took Isaiah Simmons early. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make that strength a strength, and I'm gonna go with the 16th pick, the Arizona Cardinals selecting wide receiver Jalen Waddle out of Alabama. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back with the second half of this mock draft right after this. Mm-hmm. 
All right, we are continuing our mock draft. We've done the first half of this draft, and it's time to go to the home stretch, getting closer and closer to the Kansas City Chiefs picking at 32. But we got to go with an in-division rival here, the Oakland – or oh, I'm sorry, the Las Vegas Raiders. And, Matt, I'm not sure where this group can go. I think there's a, I think they could go about anywhere here uh, outside of, you know, like running back. So I have two guys in mind. So I'm going to leave I'm going to make my case real quick for both. They only draft power 5 guys from big schools that are productive. That's all Mike Mayock is going to care about. So, do they draft an edge rusher with a little bit of juice from Georgia and Aziz Ojulari, who I think is the best pure pass rusher in this class because they have nobody with juice on that defensive line, or do they draft Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa? from Notre Dame, an athletic linebacker that can actually cover somebody because none of their linebackers can move at all. So I like the idea of Jeremiah Uusu-Koromoa. They did just spend a little bit of money on Corey Littleton, who had a pretty poor year and like a lack of any kind of real production. Um, I like Jeremiah Uusu-Koromoa here. And I mean, he's a better box safety than John Abrams. He's probably a better deep safety than John Abrams, if we're being honest, because John Abrams stinks. Uh, Craig, I want you to make, I want you to to the decide between Owusu uh, Koromoa uh, and Azizo Jalari here for the Las Vegas Raiders. This is no slight on Ojulari, who I love. Give me Jock. All right, with the 17th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Las Vegas Raiders go Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, the linebacker out of Notre Dame. Kind of on the slight end, but an outstanding coverage player. Great juice. Uh, versatile piece. Can play as that overhang. Uh, fantastic football player. They get a playmaker, a guy that can potentially cover Travis Kelsey. That's where they go with the Raiders. Pick 18, the Miami Dolphins are back on the board with their original pick after pooping the bed late in the season and missing out on the playoffs. There's a lot of ways this team can go. Uh, Jake, what are you thinking here? So they took Jamar Chase at three. They passed up on linebacker. Another linebacker just came off the board. They probably wouldn't be thrilled to see that. The only other linebacker they might consider here is Zayvon Collins, but that might be a little too early for him. Um, but, you know, Brian Flores is going to want to build that defense up. And Zayvon Collins kind of fits that Jamie Collins, John Collins uh, type hey. role that Jamie Collins played in New England for him. Um, so I would make I would make a strong case for Zayvon Collins, even if it is a little bit of a reach here, just because I don't think they're going to get any one of his caliber after this. Okay, Thoughts? I'm going to make a counter argument, and then I'm going to let Maddie decide. It's a little bit early, but this seems loaded with draft capital. And I'm not sure Najee Harris makes it all the way to 34. I am not a. I think this is too rich for 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 a running back. Let me just be clear. However, I also know this team is loaded with all kinds of draft capital. Has been loaded with all kinds of draft capital the last two years, and could really help uh, their quarterback, another former Alabama player by getting a, a stud running back in there, a guy that can play all three downs, big, physical, explosive. Um, I mean, we, we saw what we did, he did in, uh, against Notre Dame last week, hurling over that guy, bursting down the sidelines. I think that he's a complete football player, and I think he's an outstanding running back. I think he could be a scary piece to give to, to Otago Valo and the Miami Dolphins. 
Maddie, I want you to make the decision, though. You could have persuaded me if you went with an edge rusher because they are manufacturing pressure with Emmanuel Ogba as their only consistent pass rusher on the entire roster. But I, there's no way I'm signing off on a running back top 20. I, I mean, I would take Zayvon Collins. He can learn from Kyle Van Noy because he's essentially the same player. Maybe you can you know, continue to manufacture pressure with the ability from all those linebackers to blitz. They just got to find some pass rush help at some point in time. And I think Collins helps them a little bit more there. All right, with the 18th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Miami Dolphins select Zayvon Collins, the linebacker, out of Tulsa. Listen, he's a freak, and he's huge. Brian Is Brian Flores cool with a soft linebacker? That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, I, is Flo going to sign off on a guy that gets trucked by a 180-pound running back? Hey, if you guys want to get off, if you want to get off the Zayvon Collins takes today, go for it. <laughs> I, we got It's January, we baby. Got well, the 19th pick, the uh, Washington football team on the board. Maddie, I don't think there's a quarterback worth taking here. What does this football team do? They're not necessarily a pickle here, but I'm not fully ready to make this choice. Who are their corners besides Kendall Fuller? Could they use J.C. Horn? Because I feel like his physicality, a guy that could kick out there on the outside, allow Kendall Fuller to bounce back and forth between outside and inside, could really round out a defensive unit that's already great. But I mean, you could really push that unit to be the best in the NFL if you make sure there's no weaknesses. I like J.C. Horn if we're going defense. You could always sell me on the best wide receiver, but missing out on Jalen Waddle here. I don't know if there's another wide receiver I feel like taking this early. I'm going to go ahead and make this decision for us. Uh, Ronald Darby is there. I think you can I think you can get over Ronald Darby, though. And I think J.C. Horn is a tremendous talent, and I think this is really good value on the board. With the 19th pick, the 2021 NFL Draft, the Washington football team selects J.C. Horn, the cornerback out of South Carolina. The Chicago Bears are on the clock. Another team that needs a quarterback. Is it too early for one of these second-tier quarterbacks, Jake? What do you think they do here? What do you think the Bears are doing here? They don't need a quarterback. They got Mitchell. (laughs) They're going to extend him. They're going to extend Nagy, and it's going to be great for everyone else. Um, They need... Uh, they really they got really banged up along the offensive line this year. I think they could go with whoever the top offensive lineman on the board is, and that would not be a wasted pick. I know uh, it depends what happens with Allen Robinson as well. If they let Allen Robinson get out of there, then you're looking at um, one of my all-time favorite draft guys and Anthony Miller, who has not panned out because of Mitchell. And also Darnell Mooney had a really good uh, rookie year, but – um, I think you go with the top offensive lineman, and I think that would be Jalen Mayfield for a lot of people at this point in the draft. And I think that's a that's a it's not a slam dunk, but it's a real solid pick for a, a playoff team. I'm gonna throw out a guy who I think might be a tackle. Yeah, I think he I think he's just a best five kind of guy, Elijah Vera Tucker out of USC, and I'm gonna let Craig make the decision between Jalen Mayfield and Elijah Vera Tucker. I think Elijah Vera Tucker has a lot more versatility. You can try him out at tackle. I think you let him stick there and prove that he can't play before you move him around. But um, I think he's a he's a good moving player. I think he's physical. Um, he's good up at the second level. I think he's smart. I think the ceiling's point the arrow's pointing up for this guy. Uh, Craig, I'm gonna let you pick between Jalen Mayfield, Elijah Vera Tucker. 
I personally like Elijah Vera Tucker better, but here's the part that's going to make this most, wor- most worthwhile. The Bears probably need help at tackle and on the interior. So you're getting a guy that can fill one of those two spots and do it at a pretty high level. You have a nice fallback plan for Elijah Vera Tucker because you need that spot. Take him there and figure it out. With the 20th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Chicago Bears select Elijah Vera Tucker, the offensive lineman out of USC. The Jacksonville Jaguars were gifted Trevor Lawrence, and now they're back on the clock. This is another interesting pick. Maddie, do you go offensive line to protect your your recent massive investment? I see a Rashad Bateman, the wide receiver out of Minnesota, still on the board. What you thinking here? So this Jacksonville Jaguars team is a team that I'm interested in their rebuild because I think they have a lot of young, talented guys in just about every position group. I do think you probably have to look to keeping Trevor Lawrence up on his feet based on what you have. I was actually hoping to take Elijah Vera Tucker here because I don't think Cam Robinson is your kind of left tackle of the future. I don't love the tackles that are left. If my guy Landon Dickerson didn't get hurt, I would not have been opposed to slapping him at center on this roster, but I don't think you can take him this early. So I'm going to go ahead and do it. I think this is too early for my liking, but Liam Eichenberg out of Notre Dame, I think is a solid player. I don't think he's ever going to be great. I don't think he's going to be a star. But if you slap him at left tackle, you get a lot of Mike McGlinchey type vibes out of him. Maybe a little bit better mover. So that's good because McGlinchey struggled in pass protection this year. You just get a guy that's steady across there on that blind side and not Cam Robinson, who's so up and down. All right, with the 21st pick in the 2021 NFL Draft Jacksonville Jaguars select Liam Eichenberg, the tackle out of Notre Dame. Pick 22, as we currently sit, is the Indianapolis Colts. They also need a quarterback. There's not one available. They could go corner. They could go receiver. Uh, I am going to throw out... I'm going to throw out Eric Stokes, the cornerback out of Georgia. I... I don't love the board for the for the for the Colts where they sit at this point. So I think you I think you know like what Craig kind of said is you you look at you know you look at the drop off. And I think Eric Stokes is one of the is one of the last couple you know real quality cornerback prospects left before there's a you know a I don't want to say a sizable gap. Like Darian Kendrick looked terrible uh, against the Ohio State Buckeyes earlier this year. I really like Eric Stokes. 6'1", 185 pounds. He's got um, you know, the adequate length there. Um, I think, you know, he's, I think he's physical enough for, for Matt Eberflus's liking if he is ultimately going to be there. Craig, talk me out of it. I'm going to point back to their edge group. Justin Houston's a free agent. Kamoko Torre is not great. Ben Bonogo is not great. Danico Autry is not great. I'm going to go and replace Justin Houston with another Georgia edge. Maddie talked about him earlier. Ooh. Aziz Ajulari, he has juice off the edge. He can he can drop into coverage pretty well. He's a long guy, more of a 3-4 outside linebacker, but he does have the length to put his hand in the dirt and play off of the edge. I think that that just helps them keep that pass rush good enough because that defense is really good, and since you don't have a quarterback that you're able to address with now, you got to make sure that that defense stays good. 
With the 22nd pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Indianapolis Colts select Aziz Ojolari, the edge out of Georgia. I like the pick. I think that's a good one, Craig. Cleveland Browns on the board. They're looking at edge potentially, too. They just need help on their defense in some capacity. Jake, I want you to make the pick for this football team. Yeah, who's your best defender left on the board? Uh, I mean, who can you pair with Miles Garrett, I guess, across from him? You got the Texas kid still on the board. Uh, could be a potential pick there. He's probably the top looking edge left can't someone someone's mouthing jalen phillips to me right now <laughs> i was gonna but, say is this is this jalen phillips territory is this about where you what start about who's in their secondary jalen phillips their secondary needs help too though right eric stokes we yeah, just talked it, about the pick before would eric stokes fit in there across from denzel ward you start looking at here i think you do start looking at drop off right because we're getting to that point we're getting to that point in the draft where some of these positions are going to have a blatant drop off why don't the Browns take a running back? You know, they could use one of them. <laughs> uh, and I would go, yeah, Phillips. I think Phillips would be a, a, probably where you're talking about like risk reward. You're getting towards the, the end of the first round. Your first round grades are probably pretty much getting dried up right now. Uh, upside is as high as anyone probably left in that edge group. So you could absolutely talk me into Jalen Phillips here at this point in the draft. So if that's what you guys want to do, um, I would, I'd be totally fine with that. Let's take the swing here with the 23rd pick in the 2021 NFL draft. The Cleveland Browns take Jalen Phillips, the edge out of Miami, former number one overall recruit has had significant injury issues, which forced him to retire uh, when he was at UCLA, went back to Miami and had an outstanding year, uh, really quality football player. Uh, he's going to end up pretty high on our board, uh, not adjusting for injury, which we don't do because it's kind of hard to equate everything across the board. Tennessee Titans at pick 24. Uh, they have a lot of needs. Maddie, I could see them going edge here pretty easily. And this works out well because uh, Joseph Asai plays kind of a stand-up hybrid off-ball linebacker edge role. They play a 3-4, so you get a lot of times where they're going to be rushing. They're going to be dropping a little bit. Osai can do all of that. And if anybody has watched Joseph Osai play, you know his motor never stops. He runs 24-7, and I can think of one head coach who is the exact same, and that is Mike <laughs> Vrabel. I think that's kind of a match made in heaven. They desperately, Jadavion Clowney did not work out. They desperately need edge help across from Harold Landry. I think Osai isn't the most polished or the highest upside edge rusher, but I do think he provides a lot of versatility and can be useful from day one for a team like that. I was going to say that defense is so bad. Go with, any def go with any defender. 24th pick, 2021 NFL Draft, Tennessee Titans. Joseph Osai, the edge out of Texas. Like Matty said, great motor. We'll see what, it, what he said. We'll see what he tests. But the motor is there. 25, the Tom Pabay Buccaneers. They also could be looking at edge. They could be just looking on the defensive front in general. What are you thinking here, Craig? Man, this one's tough. You know, several of these recent teams really need interior defensive line help. And as you've heard us talk about, there are none. Like, we're not looking at any of them. This is just not a very good defensive line group at the very top. So, yeah, you're looking at edge. You're maybe looking at wide receiver a little bit here. You know, I know that they've got Mike Evans, got Chris Godwin, but 
you know, Antonio Brown probably move on after this year unless, you know, Tom. I think, I think Chris around. Godwin's a free agent too. Oh, Chris yeah, Godwin on, is. Okay. Well, hey, listen, I'm I'm sorry I didn't know about all of the free agents. Sorry, guys. I, if that's the case, you might see somebody on that team that may be a speedier guy. I, I think that he's gotten a lot of buzz. I would look at Kadarius Tony as a potential weapon to be used within that Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense. I think he'd fit pretty well with what they do. I think they could use him in the short passing game. They get him the ball out of the backfield pretty well. Bruce Arians would know what to do with Kadarius Tony, so I would vote for that one personally. My biggest knock on Kadarius Tony right now is his presence in the vertical passing game, which is what Bruce uh, Bruce Arians wants to do, like at nauseum. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I trust him in that role. So hear me out on this. Some of Bruce Arians' most successful offenses have been um, in Arizona, where he had prime David Johnson as a running back receiver out of the backfield. So I'm going to suggest Najee Harris for for this pick because <sighs> Leonard Fournette is not that dude. Uh, Rojo is is not that dude. And Najee Harris would potentially give them a guy that I think Bruce Arians would really like to have in his offense. Maddie, I'm going to give you the pick and you don't even have to take either of their suggestions. We're just going to go through this blindly and just let you do whatever you want here. Yeah, I I don't know what this pick. I think they really would have wanted an edge rusher, and we kind of knocked a lot of them off the board right before this. I don't know enough about the depth of the, their interior offensive line. Like, how are they going right now? I Out of the cases that I heard, again, I just I don't know about... They just drafted Keyshawn Vaughn, the top 100 pick last year. They have Ronald Jones, a top 100 pick a couple seasons ago that's a lot of investment in running back so i'll give them Kadarius tony i'll give them another weapon they can use him just like they used antonio brown they were throwing him in the backfield a lot they were doing weird stuff with him they can make that work for another year i think that adds another element i'd go with them all right 25th pick 2021 nfl draft the tampa bay buccaneers select Kadarius tony the wide receiver out of florida he stays in the state of florida the Baltimore Ravens at 26. You've got to be thinking quarterback here. Um, there isn't a quarterback available. Craig, throw a name out there. What you got? Man, what, another team that could do with an edge. And we just took them all off the board. I Also, wide receiver is a position that they could really use. They can always use tight ends because that's all that Lamar wants to throw to. So I... I don't know here. I'm, I'm really kind of at a loss because we've dried up a lot of those Can positions. Can I lob something at sh- you? Yes. Go. Yeah, let's hear Interior it. Interior offensive lineman. They signed center Matt Skura to a one-year deal last year. They lost their oh, best right. offensive guard going into this season. It showed up big time. Take your best interior offensive lineman. I would take Landon Dickerson. He's dealing with an injury, so you could sell me on Creed Humphrey here. But I would take it. I mean, I think that fits their offense really well. I'm making an executive I'm making an executive decision here. I agree with you on the Landon Dickerson. We're going to have a lot of time to talk about Landon Landon Dickerson on the AP Draft show which should be coming back here pretty quick. I'm going to go with Creed Humphrey because of the medical issues and a lot of the questions about a Landon Dickerson. We're going with Creed Humphrey with the 26th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. The Baltimore Ravens select Creed Humphrey, the interior offensive lineman out of Oklahoma. 
Pick 27, the Jets are back on the board. There is just about I'm throwing no I'm throwing Najee's out name out again here. I'm cool with it I'm here. Throwing Najee's name out again here. I think this is the think, point Maddie? where you get there. They it's a team that right. needs yeah. someone. I was I've already say, made the, Najee or Bateman, but I, I get the Najee argument here. Give them give them Najee Harris. You know, they they have uh they have they they drafted a receiver early last year, Denzel Mims. Mm-hmm. I'm going Najee Harris here. I already made my case for him with the 27th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. The New York Jets select Najee Harris, running back out of Alabama, to pair with Trevor Lawrence. All right, the Pittsburgh Steelers on the board, and they need a quarterback here too. So do the Saints after them. Do we? Do we go? Do I don't like any of the quarterbacks here. No, no, enough. I'm not a fan of it. They did it with Mason Rudolph already. I mean, I know he wasn't a first round pick, but they drafted the same player as Trask and Mac Arthur Jones. So, okay. So do we go, do we go with an offensive tackle here? Do we like, why not? What's, I didn't realize you guys hated Jalen Mayfield so much. Hate's a strong word. I just don't think he, when he came back this season, he, I don't think he improved his draft stock a ton by coming back. And he's a guy that I just, I haven't seen enough improvement of him to feel strongly one way or the other. So if you like him, we can put him out there and he will work because their offensive line hasn't been as good as it was before. My only other suggestion was Eric Stokes if he's still on the board because he's a good corner. They're relying on an aging Joe Hayden and Steven Nelson. Steve Nelson stinks! So I'm fine with either one. We can go Mayfield if somebody can, likes him. I think that's a good no, pick. No, no. Hey, can, Jake, can we take this? Can we take this cornerback just so we can get Steve Nelson off off of the field for for the for the Steelers? No, I think they take Mayfield. I think he's a competent offensive tackle, and that's hard to find in the NFL. All right, Your fine. Chiefs We're don't gonna, have one. We have half one. We have half one. All right, fine. Twenty eighth pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. The uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers take Jalen Mayfield, the offensive tackle, the young. Offensive tackle out of Michigan. All right. New Orleans Saints. Who knows? Nick They Bolton. need a quarterback. Nick Bolton. Can we just get Nick Bolton off the board so that... That's not why. They're linebacker. I mean, they have a very good team. I think your big issues are going to be with wide receiver, and I just don't know if it's worth taking Bateman right here, who, again, hasn't had the strongest year this year versus what you get at the end of round two, but you're going to need somebody eventually to replace... Um, uh, Ryan there right now. They have had a trouble finding a linebacker to fit. So like, I feel like Nick Bolton, aggressive athletic linebacker, makes a lot of sense for a defense that otherwise is really good. All right, we're doing it. 29th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. The New Orleans Saints take linebacker Nick Bolton out of Missouri. Just so you know, I'm going to pin this to my profile here in a couple weeks. No, the Chiefs should not take Nick Bolton. They don't need Nick Bolton. Their linebacker snaps are accounted for. I just, I don't see it. Buffalo Bills, the runner-up in the AFC Championship game. Uh, this is another team. Like, they could, you know, they could go uh, a corner across from Tredavious White. Eric Stokes is still on the board. We've thrown his name around. We like that. Maddie's nodding his head. Any objections to Eric Stokes? Craig, the cornerback guru. No, I'm good with him. I'm good with All him. Right. He's a long, athletic dude. Put him on the field. 30th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. Buffalo Bills select Eric Stokes, the cornerback out of Georgia. Talked a little bit about him earlier. Jake, Green Bay Packers are on the board at 31. We are all going to shut up. We're not going to make an argument. 
We are going to just sit back and we are going to let you make the pick for the runner up in the Super Bowl. Well, I was going to take Stokes, but <laughs> uh, Good. I think they need interior D-line help. Jay Tofule out of USC is the pick. Easy pick. All right. With the 31st pick in the 2021 NFL draft, the Green Bay Packers select interior defensive line Jay Tufele. Now, since we have a Packers expert, I just do want to ask real quick, and it can be quick, is there no longer a need for wide receiver help from fans in Green Bay? Would a Chris Olave not kind of be a good guy to pair with them or a Terrace Marshall? Nah, man. Okay. That's all. Uh, they got good weapons. They just don't have as good of weapons as the guys in red. But huh. enough to get by because 12 is the weapon, let me tell you what. Uh, so, <clears throat> but truthfully, uh, I looked at Bateman, I looked at Marshall, but like when you get to guys like that, I, I would just wait till the end of the second. This is a really deep wide receiver class again. Um, I think the Packers have bigger needs at interior defensive line, and honestly at corner. I think corner is by far and away their biggest need because Kevin King is bad. He's very bad. And <laughs> uh, Jair Alexander is very good. Darnell Savage is very good. Adrian Amos is very good. They just need a competent corner to plug and play over there. So, And then they'll have a, a not a weak spot in their secondary anymore. So, uh, But they all Kenny Clark also needs help up front. So, easy pick. And All yes, right. the pa- the Packers have fine weapons. That argument has gotten so overblown. They're not the number one scoring league in the NFL if they just had like postmen out there. Devontae <laughs> Adams is incredible. Uh, yeah. All right, time for pick thirty-two. What everybody's been waiting for. Your Kansas City Chiefs, and we can we can we can wax poetic a little bit here if we need to. Why Davis? Don't you dare! Shut up, Jake. Don't. Uh, I'm gonna, Dylan Raiders. I'm gonna let everybody make a case. And we are going to start with Jacob Stack. Jake, I'm gonna let you make an argument for somebody here on the board. I mean, my bias would say uh, a guy like Dylan Radunce, who's a very good athlete and could probably play four spots across your offensive line would be a fun pick but he's probably not a plug and play guy like the chiefs really probably want so maybe leatherwood from bama i don't man i don't know like the the interior offensive line like you're kind of looking at the second tier of guys here so it's kind of pick your poison i don't have a strong opinion on any of these guys truth be told so i'm gonna listen to you guys my pick will be uh, it, I'll say I'll say Leatherwood. Leatherwood, I think he could probably be a plug-and-play guy for the Chiefs. I would have thrown Alex Leatherwood out there too because I think he's a best five guy that you can line up anywhere on the offensive line. That's a good guess. Uh, I'm gonna let Maddie go because he's got his Maddie bought a whiteboard by the way, and <laughs> <laughs> and he's got the name on there. Go, Maddie. This is beautiful. My Jai Sanders out of Cincinnati. <laughs> you can pronounce it my guy for Maddie's guy out of Cincinnati. <laughs> Defensive end listed at 6'5", 260 pounds, and he looks like a long, explosive, athletic edge rusher. He's a guy, he's a little raw. He's a lot, he's, not a, he's a lot raw. He needs a lot of technical work, but man, 
the explosive just profile that he has, the ability to bend through the ankles and the hips, everything you want from a dynamic edge rusher is there with him. And he plays with his length so incredibly well for a guy that's raw with his hands right now. He rarely gets beat up by offensive tackles in the run game, despite being a very slender looking build. He's got a good set of pass rush moves. He just doesn't know how to use them all yet. Like I said, he's definitely raw, but you don't get a 6'5", explosive, flexible, 260-pound edge rusher after the first round hardly ever him being there after the way I think he'll test an indie would be a miracle I think and it's just it's a testament to how deep this edge class is not how top heavy but how deep it is Craig you have the floor listen there's a big part of me that wants to go with big Tevin Jenkins out of Oklahoma State I would really love to run that pick up there I think that in a situation like this with a lot of guys gone, Tevin Jenkins is a guy that is nasty. He's physical. Watch him go play against Joseph o- Osai and watch him absolutely body him. There is a rep where he picks him up and carries him to the bench. And I'm not joking. That happens. He is so much fun to watch. He's a physical finisher. I think that I would love to do that. Chris Olave's on the board. Like, what are we doing here? Put Chris Olave in there. Kent, wax poetic about him. Consider me having talked about Tevin Jenkins as my pick. Go wax poetic on that because I know where I'm voting. Why couldn't you just trust me to go to Chris Olave next? (laughs) Because I had to pile on. Let me wax poetic about Chris Olave. The man has been routing dudes up since his freshman year. He has been an advanced route runner his entire time at the Ohio State University. He wasn't the most highly regarded recruit coming out compared to some of the other receivers in that class, but all that dude has done has been has made plays and obliterate any corner that's lined up against him for the entire three years of his college career. He is not as slow as some people think, and I think once he tests at the Combine, I think people will be pretty impressed by him and his athletic profile. You saw him running away from Darian Kendrick yesterday, uh, this last week. In the national champ or the sem- national semifinals, the man has a diverse, well-developed, advanced route tree, good hands, good ball skills. I think there's a ton of like about him. I think you could put him on the line of scrimmage and he could beat press. I have a ton of confidence in him as a receiver. He is one of my favorite players in this draft. I like Chris Olave here. Um, let's. I'm trying to figure out how we're gonna decide. Can I quickly here. break this tie? I can pick out at least five more wide receivers that I like, five more interior offensive linemen that I like that you can have later on. Tell me another edge rusher that is going to provide any level of NFL pass rusher. Who's the other NFL athlete at pass rusher after Majai Sanders now? Oh, you had to say athlete. I was going to say Rashad Weaver. You had to say athlete. Rashad Weaver's a spag's edge. Patrick Patrick Jones is a pretty good athlete, but I agree with you. I agree with you because I one of my knocks is not that he's not a leaf athlete. I will hear it if and here's here's I'm willing to go my Jai Sanders, Maddie. If you tell me who the Chiefs are taking at 64 at wide receiver, uh, well, they're taking Landon Dickerson at 64, so I don't know how to answer your question. Okay, who are they taking at 96 at receiver? Tylen Wallace. Tylen Wallace. Tylen Wallace. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say listen, that. Yes. listen, I love this draft. I, I love. Okay, it. I, you know I what? My Jai Sanders, Landon Dickerson, and Tylen Wallace. Sign me up for that. So that's a great draft. And this is a little. I like this because it's a little bit off the beaten path. With the 32nd pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, your reigning, ba- 
back-to-back defending world champions after winning the State Farm Bowl against Dan Rogers, select Myjai Sanders, the edge out of Cincinnati. That is going to do it for the AP Draft Show full first-round mock draft. We spent an hour hanging out with you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to check out everything on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast channel. It is time to get ready for the playoffs. Let's go. Cannot be more excited. We'll catch you later. If you made it this far, I'm sorry, but thank you.